Did y'all miss me? Aww. <laughs> Welcome back to the Pretty Book Podcast. This is our first episode of 2020. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. I, I'm sorry for the break. Um, so, you know, the holidays were coming up or whatever. So I decided to take a little break. But now we are back every Friday with a new interview. Um, this episode features author Amanda P. Um, and shout out to her, y'all. She came to my house. We actually have a audio and visual version. Um, so if the audio sounds a little muffled or if you can't hear it and you, you know, uh, we'll, there will be a YouTube version available as well. But um, the interview was so fun. It was so great. Uh, my first, you know, in-face person-to-person interview. I had a blast. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I mean, I hope you guys will enjoy it. And again, thank y'all for subscribing. Thank y'all for listening. Um, I couldn't do this without y'all. So thank y'all for tuning in to the Pretty Book Podcast. Hope y'all enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Pretty Book Podcast. I am your host, Shakima James. And we have here the beautiful and talented author Amanda P. Hi guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining. No problem, no problem. I'm nervous, so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is like, you know, our third attempt. <laughs> I'll be the third time is a charm. Third time. <laughs> we gotta write this time. Yes, we do, we do. So Amanda, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so my name is Amanda, Amanda Hill. And I'm originally from Chicago, Illinois. I grew up on the south side of Chicago. And I'm the second oldest girl and the second oldest of four. I have a little boy. Shout out to Nas. Nas. (laughs) Everybody knows Nas. (laughs) Um, Let me see. I started reading urban fiction, I would say, around... Maybe 13, mm-hmm. 13, and I was sneaking and doing it because my sister, she's five years older than me, and so I saw her reading The Coldest Winter Ever, yeah. and like she was into it, so I'm like, I wonder, I wonder what she reading, so I snuck and read it, and my mom found out, and so she was like, you don't have to sneak and yeah. do <laughs> so then after that, I read Fly Girl, and after that, I was just hooked like I wanted to be Tracy and everything yes. like yeah, Fly Girl was I my first a, I had an inf- like I was obsessed with Tommy Hilfiger because of her yes. and all of that. I wanted me a light skin Wolverine and a Jeep. <laughs> you gotta have a Jeep. So yeah after that I pretty much I just took off and I always wanted to write but I just never really had the courage. Like I would write stuff here and mm-hmm. there. And have my friends read and they're like, oh, this is cool. You should yeah, write more. Yeah. But, you know, I was, I was just nervous. never wanted to write more. And so then um, in 2012, I moved to Texas. Mm-hmm. And I got pregnant in 2013. Well, I got pregnant in 2012 and had my baby in 2013. Mm-hmm. And I was a stay-at-home mom for a while. And then that's when I discovered e-books. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I don't got to go to the bookstore. I yeah. go to Amazon and get a book. Okay, I like this. So I just started reading, 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 reading. And at first it was just, you know, the, uh, I want to say the other people books. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. More the romance. The non-delinated. You know, yeah, them people. <laughs> So, you know, and I was obsessed. It was really just, like, the paranormal books. I love, mm-hmm. like, I love paranormal. But then I um I came across Ain't Nothing Like a Brooklyn Bitch, like, uh, by Kale uh, K. And mm-hmm. after that, 
back. Like I don't I can't remember if if it was more books in the back that I was able to discover, but then I think I might have just searched urban fiction or uh-huh. something like that. And all these books popped up and I was just like, Wow. Yeah. All these books at my fingertips? Yeah. Like, That's cool. And so then after a while I started reading and I'm like well, everything's starting to read the same, kind of. You know, it was the good girl meets the bad guy. Yeah. He sweeps her off her feet, you know. And all the, I mean, if you give five different authors one storyline, you're going to come up with five different, different stories. stories. Yeah. But the facts still remain the same. They all have that same storyline. Mm-hmm. So, I'm st- I started thinking, like, our black men, they're more than just drug dealers. More than men that still guns and stuff like that because in the neighborhood I grew up in it was a postman it was a a guy that owned his own company that lived next door so I just Mm. wanted to shed a little bit more light on you know more you know different kind of guys black men specifically right and so I couldn't find it so (laughs) I'm like I'm gonna write it and I was so nervous for people so nervous because I'm like I want to write something different but Mm -hmm. I want to I want people to still be able to read it right and so I reached out to Kel Mm because I was still a big fan of hers and I saw that she was starting her own publishing company shout out to Kel Kel. she gave me my first start (laughs) and so I'm like I'm just gonna try it forget it so I wrote like the first five chapters I want to say and that's always on my mind forever in my heart mm-hmm. and I just Kale came up with that title too shout out to Kale <laughs> and so like it was just so I don't know like once I got that you know the contract it was like dang yeah I'm about to be an author and then when I finished the book I was like dang I just I wrote, wrote a whole book, book. yeah <laughs> I was so excited and so that's just that that's how I became that's an how author. and so how long have you been a published author now I want to say since 2016, so that's okay, four years. Four years, yep. That's yep. what's up. Are you a full-time author or part-time author? Um, right I wanna, I'm part-time. Part-time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm barely writing right now. I'm like, I don't know if I'm just going through like a little funky phase right now, but yeah. I haven't touched my laptop in a while. But I'm part-time. I was full-time, but then, you know, life hits you, and so yeah. I have to go back to work. So, a little bit of advice for those new authors. Stay consistent. Stay consistent. Once you drop that one book, make sure you got another one in the revolver because that was my problem. I was not consistent and I just wish I had that advice. Yeah. Once you drop that one book, you need to be dropping another one or at least working on the next one. Yeah, working on the next one. It was like, I think it was like six months until I dropped my next book. So... Stay consistent, new authors. Stay consistent, especially if you want this to be your career. Your career, yeah. You have to be yeah, consistent. I, I just wish I took more advantage of the time that I had when I yeah, was. Yeah, you had it. Yeah, mm-hmm, when I was a full time author. Yeah, for sure. That's my struggle now. I'm trying to take advantage of the time <laughs> that I, I have I'm now. Back, like, dang, I could have way more books. Because I mean, I feel like having. I think I have. 12 or 13 and that to me that's an accomplishment yeah it is I can have more but I'm proud of what I have yeah I only have 11 (laughs) (laughs) and I be feeling like yeah I be like shit (laughs) they're good yeah yeah that's 
So, um, what's your proudest moment as an author? What has been your proudest moment so far? Oh man, when I got that orange banner. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people say that that don't matter. They don't chart, watch, and also all that. They're lying. Because even though it's not as important to me, I still felt so good getting that orange banner because, you know, it's just something that I feel like all authors should experience. Everybody wants that number one. So when I did get it, like, I was literally crying, like, yeah. and the tears just came out of nowhere, because it was just like, dang, after, I think, and I didn't even, I had, this was like, matter of fact, it was a re-release that I got the banner on, but that was my, what do you say, my fifth or sixth book, you know what I'm saying, and I haven't had one again since then, so, so I yeah. don't take, I don't take it for advantage, but, yeah. That was my definitely my proudest moment. Yeah, that's it is an amazing moment. Like, um, I tell everybody, like, I personally like don't put so much weight on the charts as far as ranking goes. Mm-hmm. But of right. course, you get that banner, like, of course you're gonna be excited, you're gonna be happy about it. Like, that's and that's then dope. it's just the feeling, like, dang, that many people. Yeah, like they want my, my book. book. Yeah, my book of all yeah. people, because it's so many artists out there. So, so many. many. So many. So many. And they took the time out to read little old me. Yes. <laughs> Granted, it's so crazy. Like, um, that, you know, readers look at us, like, in this way. Like, you know, like, when I remember when I went to my first kickback and somebody was like, oh my gosh, I just couldn't wait to meet you. And I'm like, <laughs> me? <laughs> Like me, yeah. yeah. Like even when I get inboxes, like, oh my god, you responded. I mean, like, what? Yeah, why would? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's amazing. Um, as an author, like, what are your goals? Oh man. Like, uh, okay, so I said <clears throat> a couple um years back that I was gonna be the standalone queen because. Oh, once you get that book one of a series, you know, it's all the hype behind it. And then you get to write book two, and it's like, dang. Yeah, I should have made this <laughs> one book. I should have made this one book. Yeah. So that's one of my goals is to have enough discipline to sit there and finish mm-hmm. one whole novel. Because my very first book was a standalone, but every book after that has been a series. So I want, a goal of mine is, to be consistent and stay disciplined so I can actually sit and write a full-length novel. Yeah. yeah. And then another goal, I just want to, I want to do a lot of more collaboration. Mm-hmm. I've only done one. Shout out to our Michelle. Shout out. Um, but I've only done one, but I'm definitely looking forward to doing more collaboration. What was that process like? I've never done a collab. Okay, so at first I was so nervous and like jittery because like, uh-huh. I'm like, what do you do? What's the process? Yeah. But I've learned that everybody's process is different. Mm-hmm. So with me and Robin, she basically, she she had a storyline already. Mm-hmm. And so she bounced the idea off me. And I was like, oh, I like that. Yeah. And so she already had a chapter written. I think, no, she had like two chapters written. And so then after we decided who was going to do who point of view, where the storyline was going... I read what she sent me, and I just added on to it. And then we sent each other the document back and forth. And sometimes mm-hmm. we'll be working on it together, you know, or mm-hmm. on the phone. Like, I just came up with this idea. What you think? You yeah, know? And yeah. while we on the phone, we're typing. 
So that that is that was a really good experience. I would have to say my first collaboration was definitely a good experience. And I it's funny that you mentioned that we um I talked to her again um a couple of weeks ago and we gonna we're working on another one. Hey. So stay tuned for another Army Shell and Amanda P joint. <laughs> That's dope. That's so dope. I've been like I've been thinking like dang, I wanna do a collab, I wanna do a collab. Me and um Ivy talked about doing a collab a long time ago. Oh, my God. Yes, I was like, not do that to us. And and that's another thing I feel like with collaborations, you have to make sure that you're writing. Okay. Okay, right. So what I was saying was about collaborations. You have to make sure that your writing style is compatible with that other artist's writing style because... You can be a bestseller, and that person can be a bestseller, but collectively, yeah, y'all, you have like, to make sure, like, that you <laughs> mesh. Yeah, it won't mesh. So, yeah, I definitely, you can't just because that Arthur is popular, or because you know this book was good, or they was a fan of this work from you. Mm-hmm. That don't necessarily mean it'll be cohesive. Yeah, be a good book. Yeah, that's and that's one of the things I just been so nervous about. I was yeah. like, I have to make sure, like, whoever I collaborate with. So, I definitely want to either I I got Ivy. That'd be a Chanel and Azalea. Like, those are my top three, you know, to collab yeah. with. But I'm Y'all open to collab. Yeah, like, I'm open to collab, you know, with anybody. Well, not, not anybody, anybody, but, you know, mostly. You know, I'm like, okay, whatever, you yeah, know. for sure. I want to try it. Um, Writer's block. Do you deal with writer's block? <laughs> I'm dealing with writer's block no. right now. Yeah. Like, um... My Pretty Girls Love Hoodlums, I ended up making that a spinoff. And mm-hmm. so the spinoff came out in November. And I've been working on the part two since November. Since November. <laughs> it's just, and I don't, I honestly, I don't know what it is this time. I think it's just when I have so much going on in my, my personal life, life yeah. it's just my characters can't get through to me. So, yeah. like, yesterday I took my laptop out. And put it on the charger. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's, yeah, that's progress. progress. You know, baby steps. Baby steps. So maybe today I'll actually you know, flip it, it up. <laughs> Look at it. You know, maybe reread the document. Yeah. Something. But usually when I have writer's block, how I get out of it, mm-hmm. I read. Yeah. I yeah. read. And that really helps me. And I don't, I don't know why. Because, and then I have to read something that's like totally opposite from what from I'm what writing. Like, yeah. So if I'm writing like something romance or something like that, I'm going to find a hood book or yeah. like something like paranormal. Like right now, I'm on this paranormal little streak. Oh my yeah. god. J J Royal. Yeah. I see Girl. her a lot. Yeah. Shout out oh, to J Royal. I hear about her Jay. so much as far as the paranormal goes. Like she a beast. I want to be. That's what they say. <laughs> I want to be a shifter. Okay. <laughs> And I want to have shifter puppies and all, all of that. that. Like, yeah. oh my god! Like, I'm stalking her for her part two to her other series because it's like just it's it's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. So that's how dumb. I and and I feel like since I had to wait for the next part, that's why I was able to take my laptop out because I got yeah. a little you know juice to me. So that's how dumb. I deal with writer's block, I either read or I binge watch a show. Yeah. Yeah. And then that normally helps. Yeah. I it's 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 so crazy because I mean I deal with writer's block a lot too, especially like you said because I just have so much going on and it's readers you know have to understand like sometimes like if your character's not talking you can't make them. Girl, I have so many documents where I just 
Girl, and I just be in the middle of just writing, and then one little thing. Can't be like, mama, such and such, and I sit down, and you I just, and I lost it. I lost it. Or I'll be like, okay, well, let me just delete this line. And then I'll be like, well, where was I going with it? Like, because I free write. I don't time. outline, you know, like, yeah. in my mind, I know, like, okay, what I want to happen. So sometimes if I lose it, it just be gone. And speaking of, that's why, this that's the very reason why I had to start, like, and I don't, I don't do, like, a detailed outline. But I make sure, like, if I do a bullet point, I make sure if I read that bullet point, it'll spark something in my mind. Like, oh, okay, oh yeah, I know. I this way you want the story yeah. to go. So I, I, I freestyle mostly, but if I get, and then, like, it's always, I get to, like, a certain part of the book, and I be stuck. And then that's yeah. when I have to outline so I can figure out, okay, where was I even going with yeah, this? Yeah, I got unblock. Yeah, I definitely understand that. <laughs> so how do you balance your author life with your real life? Um, it's hard. It's hard because I'm a mom, I'm yeah. a girlfriend, I'm a sister, I'm a cousin, I'm a stylist. Like, yeah. it's hard. But <clears throat> I just look at it as this is something, the day that it starts feeling like it's a job or obligation, that's the day I'm going to stop. I'm going to yeah. quit because that's not why I even started writing. You <gasps> know what I'm saying? That's when I'm right there. <laughs> When I when I lose my passion and my spark, then that's when you know I know it's time to throw the towel in. Yeah, because it's like what what do you what, you what are you doing it for? And and I started writing to escape my personal life. Yeah. So it's like once something happens and I'm like, oh, I'm frustrated. I write it out because yeah. I. I feel like some, I'm at the age where now crying not going to help, me being mad not, not going to help, help. you know, yeah. everything I used to do when I was younger is not going to help or change the situation. So now if a bitch made me mad, I kill her in the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's how I balance writing and yeah, my you're personal right. life. I get mad or sad <laughs> or happy or anything in my personal life, I try to put it inside my book. You gotcha. You gotcha. What so? What's your um biggest inspiration? Um, as of lately, it's been my son. Oh. Because I don't know. I just I when I was younger, I used to be so proud of my mom. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, that's my mommy. I'm so proud of her. She had nails. I mean, not nails. She has hair salons, and um, she used to do social work and work with pregnant teens. So it's like. If she can do all, all of that. this and still come home and be a mom, oh, I can. If I can be half the woman she was, then I know me and man are gonna be straight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it used to be my mom was my inspiration, but now it's my son because I just I want to make him proud. Make him proud. I want to make Aww. him proud. That's yeah. I don't know he is. Yeah, like, he tell me all the time, mommy, I want to write books like you. Yeah. So me and him, we've been brainstorming ideas back yeah. and forth. And he's really into superheroes right now, so we probably... That's what I was talking about. Yeah, and I want to touch on bullying. So I think with some of my ideas and some of his ideas, we're going to come come up with something. something. Yeah. Yeah, I really want to focus on bullying and stuff. That's dope. So do you have, like, any special writing routines? Um, yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably weird, because, like... Uh, I know a lot of a lot of um, readers now. They saying that they don't like character visuals, mm-hmm. but me, I'm a visual type of person. Mm-hmm. So 
I can't start no story until I get the characters. You get the visuals? Like, even if I don't share them with yeah, the yeah, readers, you have to know. I still have to have Yeah. Them. And then even if I don't use, like, a full description of the visual that I've picked, I still need it. You know, I know yeah. it's just weird. So that's one yeah. thing. So I need, I need visuals before I start writing. I kind of need a title so I'll know. Because, like, I hate stories... And the titles don't go. Mm-hmm. So, along the line, I, in all my books, I try to have it where it's some type of life lesson, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and then I always, at the end of the book, I want to end up using my title. Title, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, if I don't have a title, then I, I can't start writing. And then, when I do start writing, I don't know, for some reason, and I this is a very bad habit, and I've gotten out of it just a little bit, but... Every time I stop and then go back, I read what I already wrote. Me too. <laughs> Me and I'm trying too. so hard to stop doing that. Because then I go back and edit this part. Like, oh, this didn't make sense. Like, next thing you know, an hour done passed and I ain't wrote nothing. I'm just fixing up what I already had. And then you <laughs> spent your little time that you set aside to write on editing when you were supposed to be writing. So I'm, I've gotten better, a lot better, because uh-huh. I won't go as far back. I might go, like, maybe a paragraph or two, because I used to go two, two to three chapters back. But yeah. now I'm just going, if I do do the whole chapter back, I make sure it's just that one chapter. Yeah. But I try to do, like, maybe one or two paragraphs, just so I can kind of refresh my brain and see, okay, you was taking it this way, you mm-hmm. know. And then, let me see what else. Is there anything else? And then I kind of have to have be able to binge watch something or just have something in the background yeah 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 because like uh late like i don't know for some reason i come up with my best material when i'm watching my 600 pound life Like, yes, babe, because look, look how she just sitting there eating. She just ate an hour ago. Look what she eating. And I don't know, for some reason, like when that's playing in the background, I get way more done and my stories be going, come turning out bomb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta have character visuals, I gotta a have title. a little bit of title, and I gotta have something in the background when I start gotcha. writing. I'm the opposite with the titles, right? Like, I kind of don't have a title until maybe midway or at the end of the book, yeah. Like, I'll have sometimes, like, maybe, um, okay, so, Mascara Moscato, um, the title at first was Behind Closed Doors. Like, okay, so, like, this is, you know, these, all these women, they all meet up, you know, to have these Mascara Moscato nights. But, you know, they all had something going on at home. Okay, okay. But for some reason, like, the more I was writing, and I was like, And it turned out, yeah. My very first book to this to be true was done before I had the title. I actually went back in and added an extra character, and then like I started adding like too good to be true, like at the end of certain chapters and stuff to kind of make it go. But like at the end, I just I didn't have a title at first. I was like, what could I name it? Like, and that's good that you can write like that because I swear I would be. I don't know if I have like a slight case of OCD or what but like I sit there and like work on the end and worry myself like okay and I suck at titles that's the crazy part about it I 
almost I, I think I've only came up with one what? book title and that's uh no two <laughs> love lust and secrets I'm sad that book got taken down Aww. because of all of that all that yeah we won't speak of but because of all of that <laughs> that, that series got taken down but I came up with that title mm-hmm. and then um already someone's girl that was originally um where I want to be but I switched companies and I got that book taken down I put it back up and that was the title I originally wanted it mm-hmm. but the publisher told me that she didn't think that it would sell but I, I, I never understand and want to know what that was my first novel no, yeah it's like I, uh, I the release of that, that with the title that I originally wanted was my first number one yeah See, ain't that something? Like that that God has that'll be the that'll be the thing that would have made me feel like can't no publisher tell me shit. Like that's stuff like that, I I'd have honestly felt like God told me that. Like that was God saying like that's and it's so crazy, Shakiba, because <laughs> when I was in between publishers, everybody was just like, just go indie, go indie. And I didn't have the confidence behind myself to go indie. Yeah. I felt like I needed a publisher behind yeah. my name. But now I'm at the point where I feel like after I'm done with this next contract, yeah, just, um, just do it yourself. I like, can get the covers I want. I can get the, the title, title I want. I can write do. at the pace I want. And no doubt, don't, don't, I don't, I'm, this is not me down in publishers right, at right. all. Because every single publisher I've had, I've learned something from them. Right. But. I feel like sometimes publishers put limits on authors. When they they do, and then publishers also come from a place place to me more of um, what makes money. Yeah, more you know financial rather than passion. Versus, yeah. Because yeah, they and just, I feel like that's why people lose the passion behind it too. Because yeah, you so now the focus money. is on money, money, money versus yep. I want people to read my work. Yep. And that was my thing. Like, I'm telling you, I had to fight for all my titles. Like, I remember To This To Be True, which I had wrote and self-published myself before I had even knew anything about Kindles, ebooks, mm-hmm. any of that. Like, um, and they changed, they wanted to change it to, like, Blinded By His Love because they felt like To This To Be True wouldn't sell. And I was just like... But it's already selling. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> really, I hadn't even... I was only... Girl, I hadn't even... It wasn't even, even an ebook. It was... Just girl, paperback. Just paperback. And I was only selling this to people I knew because I didn't know nothing mm-hmm. about Amazon and none of that. Like, I just... I was so out of the loop. So... That's what Amazon changed the game with this. Yeah. Season. Yeah. yeah. I was like, dang, I can do but that. But it's crazy like, because, like, my sister, she's a traditional reader. Like, she loves the fact that I'm an author and all mm-hmm. of that. She even tells me that she buys my books. She just doesn't read them because she's she a traditional reader. She, she likes back. to feel the yeah, pages. That's how my family You is. know what I'm saying? So that's why I, I want to start focusing on getting paperbacks. Because yeah. I don't want to... Forget about the traditional reader, and you then know? also it's um. First of all, you will make more money off a of paperback. You can sell it at whatever price, or you could be at a store. And it's so crazy because so many people it's so foreign to them to yeah. to see an author that they'll support your books just because exactly. like so many I, people, every time like yes. even when, like I started at Target and we had to like to introduce ourselves and name some a fun fact and all that. I'm like yeah, I'm an author. Everyone's like. Well, I'm like, you like, oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, like, it's, it's out there. The audience is out there. And I just feel like I would reach more people if I did have paper mm-hmm. Yeah, because some people, they just want that physical thing. Like
Man, I'm telling you, them paperbacks, mm-hmm. I always encourage people like And it's an easier way of word of mouth, too, because yeah. once that person's done with that book, they it might be nice it. enough to pass it yeah, to somebody, pass it somebody else. Yeah, somebody else, and mm-hmm. then they can always, you know, just make sure you have your contact information in there or yeah. whatever. I saw, matter of fact, I uh, saw you and, um, I always pronounce his name wrong, and I don't want to do it on YouTube. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Cordier. Yes. Yeah. Cardi. <laughs> right. I thought it was Cody. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to mess up his name. But I saw that he was saying, like, he was putting his books in random places. Yeah. Which, and he made sure he put, like, his social All media handles in the side and stuff like that. And how many, you know, how much feedback he got mm-hmm. from this. So I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. And I, me as an artist, I don't know, I just soak up everything that I can, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just because it worked for that person, I'm going to try it. It may not work for me, but at least I'll yeah, try it. Yeah, try it. Switch it up. You know, whatever you see. Because like, obviously something she was doing before. Girl, let me show you something real quick. Okay. Um, T-shirts, business cards, anything that has your name, your social and media. And then I just feel like nobody going to promote you better than you. True. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can pay people to get your name out there and stuff like that, but nobody should be out hustling you when it comes to when your When it comes to you, exactly, exactly. And that's why I don't even pay promoters no more. And like, see, I did it once, Shakira. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, and, and I've learned so much in this book industry by trial. Trial and error, error. yeah. <laughs> because I swear, and I'm sorry that this one promoter messed it up for the rest of y'all, but I would never in my life pay for another yeah. promoter. Mm-mm. When I can do it too, yeah, I that's how I myself. feel. And my thing is, if you can't use the links that I tell you to use, then I don't want. You know what I'm saying? Like because I want to see how many people have clicked on my link from your page. Because yes. if not, then all I'm doing is or just period. Yeah, because that um, I got the Bitly app. Yeah. I saw no somebody in Germany was reading my book. I'm like, yeah. Well, even if they not reading, they clicking the link. That's yeah. that's enough for me. Like but that's dang, how. I'd rather just. Do it myself. Yeah, like, sometimes, and sometimes if, when you want it done right and yeah. on time and efficiently, you have to do it yourself. Nobody's going to do it better than you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So what would you say is the most challenging part about being an author? Not being able to clap back. Because <laughs> <laughs> one, one thing I clap back. back. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> one about me, I've never been the type to hold my tongue, mm-hmm. not for anybody. Mm-hmm. Even my even my siblings would let you know. Amanda got a tongue on her. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. <clears throat> and so, I had to learn the hard way about, you know, what you say and how it affects your brand. I was in a reader's group, and I didn't like how they was coming at Arthur's. <laughs> and I was saying saying what I said and what I said what I said. I just had to, I really had to just remove myself from that said group because I realized, like, what am I even gaining from this? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it was not worth it at all. And b- besides not being able to clap back, another the, another hard thing is saying, not, not why not me or why me. It's just, like, sometimes I feel like it's a popularity contest. Mm-hmm. It's a popularity contest because it's some artists out there that are so dope, like mm-hmm. so dope. But because they don't have this person backing them up, or because they may have gotten to it with this person, yeah, pe- readers don't mess with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So with me, 
I'm the type of person, if I see something, I'm going to say something. Yeah. So I have to learn. <laughs> I, I, I've had to learn that everything don't deserve my reaction. Right. So clapping back. <laughs> Not being able to clap back is the, by far the hardest. The hardest thing, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've wanted to say some stuff, but. Yeah, so I'm Arthur, so yeah, I gotta keep it cute. I can watch what I say, girl. <laughs> you never know what the hell I'm gonna say. Like sometimes I be wanting to be Shaquille James, but sometimes you know I'm just Shaquille. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> like everybody, like, they they know Amanda P. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. But they don't know Amanda from the south side of Chicago. <laughs> Period. <laughs> So, would you say social media is a gift or a curse to authors or both? It's definitely both. Mm -hmm. Because, like, we was just discussing before we started filming. If I didn't have to, like, stay in contact with my readers or, like, post my links and stuff like that, I don't think... And I well maybe that's just Facebook. I wouldn't be on Facebook, Facebook as much. heavy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it's to Facebook. me, Instagram is not that bad because I I have on most of my platform social media platforms I have two accounts. Mm-hmm. So I have a personal account and then you know an Arthur account. Mm-hmm. But for Twitter, I think Twitter the only one where I don't have a personal account. And so Facebook is just hmm. yeah Facebook. Everybody. Is entitled to their own opinion. Mm-hmm. I get that. But I did not ask for that motherfucker. Okay? I did not ask you for your opinion. Yeah, you got it. Round of applause. Yeah. But I didn't ask you for it. And I feel I really feel like Facebook has really given people the entitlement that their opinion matters when it does not. Yeah. Especially when it comes to something that has to do with me. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So, I understand. <laughs> and then, like, to me, Instagram not that bad because with that, you just posting pictures. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If somebody comment now, they got it where you can filter out yeah, you can certain filter. stuff, but you don't want to comment it. So, I like Instagram. I really do. And I even like Twitter. It's that. It's that. Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. Yeah. But but I, it's a, it's a gift and a curse because I've gained a lot of readers and I've met a lot of good, genuine people. Through Facebook. Yeah. Shaquille was one of them. And so, that's I would, I would definitely say it's a gift because I've come across a lot. Yeah. A lot. And, like, it's, it's some people where I'll, you know what I'm saying, they more important to me than people that's been in my life for a for long years. time. Yeah. And so, it's, it's definitely a gift and a curse. Yeah. I agree. I definitely agree. Um, How do you deal with drama in the industry or do you deal with drama in the industry? <laughs> My name Bennett and, and I ain't in here. My name Paul and this is between y'all. I like that. I, I, like I don't that. know. I've always been the person where people will come talk to me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I guess they just feel comfortable where I won't dish dish out. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because I if I'm coming to you. In confidence, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to have that same, that same respect. respect. So, exactly. I always hear about the drama, you know what I'm saying? I always got the tea, but I don't spill it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't be spilling the tea. That's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> but I don't deal with drama. Because the way back, at, at, when I was younger, the way how I dealt with drama, 
is you either gonna shut up or get beat up. Or get so. beat, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now that I'm older, I can't have that same mentality because I'm, a, like I said, I'm a mother. Yeah. So, ain't nobody gonna take me from my kid. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a lot of people now here, they, they don't take it to the streets and leave it in the streets. They'll, you know, you'll fight this and that and that, and then they want to press charges. Yeah. I don't, I don't got time for that, so I'm going to kill you with my words and keep it moving. Block you, God bless you, and that's that. Yeah. Point blank, like, period. Like, period. Period. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> my, I just have, you know, me in the industry, I just... And, and, I, and I wouldn't... And the crazy part about it is that I've been in drama, but not mixed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and it's a big, a big difference. difference. Yeah, big like difference. I, I had to kind of like explain it to my husband. I was like, no, and it's really just, and sometimes it don't even be drama. It really it's don't. Just that it's just like you said, people feel like they, since they got an opinion, that they opinion the only ones that count. But that's yeah. not true. And since you say that your opinion, I'm gonna say mine too. Period. And that's that. And we can be adults and talk and agree, about it. agree to disagree. That's my thing. Well, that's that. I just be like, look. Talk your shit on your page. Don't come over here with that shit. Because I'm not coming to your page. I'm never going to nobody else's page. Yeah. Saying I, that's, yeah. that's the best <laughs> meme in the world. Like, Nene, thank you I for saying that. Because what I said. Period. <laughs> because, like, earlier this year, I made a status, like, 2020. I'm not going back and forth with nobody about my opinion. It's called yeah. my opinion for a reason. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not... Deleting comments. If you got a dumb comment, it's just gonna be there. I'm not responding. Like yeah. I'm not giving energy to stuff that that's not gonna give me nothing positive back. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, for sure. I'm tired of. I'm. I truly learned that what you put out is, is what, what you, you get back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So who are some of your who are some of your favorite authors? Oh man. Um. Oh. I don't know, cause then like it's crazy, cause I'm a picky picky reader, but I'm not, cause like uh-huh. I'll give somebody a chance, right? But it's always those every time they drop a book, I'm whatever. I don't care if I was reading something. Yeah, you gonna stop dropping read. And read. Yeah. Chanel Parker, she's one. Ivy Simone, uh, Shalon Latrice, I like her. Um, I just got put on to Jay Royal. I really like her. Mm-hmm. AJ Davidson. Mm-hmm. Shout out to AJ. Shout out to AJ. Um, shout out to Chanel, Ivy, and a, uh, Siobhan, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to all y'all. <laughs> um, let me see who else. Uh, Diamond Johnson. Mm-hmm. I like her a lot. Shout out to Diamond. Um, Bianca Marie and Bianca Xavier. I hope I said that right. Sorry if I didn't. Shout out to the Bianca. Right. <laughs> and I, and I, I don't know. And it's just, it's, I, I pretty much read everybody, mm-hmm. but those handful of people, the people I just named, yeah. when they, they drop, drop something, I'm going to it and I'm, I'm reading right away. Yeah, yeah. that's how, um, for me, uh, sh- yeah, the three Chanel, Ivy, and Azalea, like. And, oh, I like, I love, yeah. oh my God. Heartbeat of the block. Yeah. Azalea, she just writes these love stories that just make you just want to be in love. Yeah. Like, like, like sign you the hoodies nigga yeah. and love on him. Like, yes. Yeah. Like, her books make me feel like all hood niggas need love. Yeah. And I like, just want to be the one to love them. She's very, very good at that. Like, yeah. I was like, oh. She's definitely. She's good at it. And I feel like Sheree Lewis, too. 
Oh yeah, Sheree. Sheree, like she has. I, she I love her writing story. style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she's really dope. Sheree's good. She's very good. We have a lot of talent in this industry. We really like, do. So- I was listening to this <laughs> podcast the other day, and the person was saying how they get tired of us as black artists having to switch up uh-huh. to cross over. When mm. those authors don't switch up to try to cross over to they us, don't. they you don't. They don't. They got savages like, in their title now. Girl, they covers kind of look like urban I mean, now. She was like, "Wait a minute!" You like you'll see the the cover and then you read the title. The I mean, the person that be like, "Wait a minute, that's kind of mm. Ashley." Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but yeah. Okay. So, which one of your characters would you say you relate to the most? Um, well, I feel like in almost all my female characters, I try to put a little bit of me in them yeah, or a yeah. little bit of a female in my life in them. But, um, my very first book, um, the character, her name is Naomi and that's actually my middle name too. So okay. like I wrote that character with me in mind. So mm-hmm. like she is me and I'm her. <laughs> so if you want to kind of get a feel of how I was when I was like kind of younger, like in my... Like, right out, out of high school, my senior year, read forever, always on my mind, forever in my heart. Naomi, that's kind of me time. That's where I was in that stage okay. in my life. Yeah, my mom died when I was 18. Like, I had just graduated high school. And so, mm-hmm. I put that pain into my book. Yeah. Yeah. I know that was hard. Man. Oh, that it's still hard. Like, people tell you it gets better with time, and yeah. that's a lie. Yeah. You just learn how to cope how to deal with it. it. How yeah. to deal with it. Yeah, it's never ever ever gonna get easy. Cause like it's day like I feel like just yesterday I wanted to call her, but yeah, shit, you know what I'm saying. So it was hard. And then like uh, I'm not the oldest, but me and my brothers we back to back. So like I was one when they was born, mm-hmm. and so like. We we pretty much triplets, like, yeah. cause we like we yeah yeah right close. there yeah yeah. And so it was just I don't know it was hard for us. They had just sent, no they were still in high school. Yeah, it was hard, and that's why we had moved here. Like we all moved here, you know, to just try to you know get away for a better opportunity and stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, if you wanna kind of get a glimpse of my life, then Naomi for sure. And then also um I wanna say. Carmelita, she's more of mm-hmm. my, you know, ratchet, sophisticated side. You know what I'm saying? Like she, she a boss in her own right. Yeah. But she can get ratchet. Yeah. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Naomi and Carmelita, and I would say those are like my favorite female characters that I've, I've that I've written so far. Okay. Okay, so check them out. <laughs> um, what would you say makes you unique as an author? Because I try to I write from experience or I write from from what I know. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I know drug dealers and stuff like that, but that's just not... And I, I also feel like that sets me aside. Like, I know my voice and I know my audience. Yeah. So that makes... That's major. You know what I'm saying? So that I feel like that makes me unique. So I, I'm able to write what I like to write or, you know, what I would want to read because... Mm-hmm. I know who I am, and I right. know what kind of audience I'm trying to reach, you know what I'm saying? Not saying that I can't write the hood stuff, you know, because I got a couple of books that, you know, that'll take you there, but I just, I feel like that what that's what makes me unique. I can do 
Both. Kind of both. Yeah. yeah. Then, I'm not one dimensional. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> um, how important are your readers um, in your journey? Very important. Very. Because, um, for one, they they tell you what you should write, pretty yeah. much. You know, a, a lot of people say that they write for themselves. And that may be true, but they write for an audience, an audience, too. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You want somebody to read it. And so... I even, even like in books, I'll tell readers, you know, in your reviews, you know, tell me what you want to see <laughs> next or, you know, what do you think should happen and stuff like that. So I feel like readers, they're important, but they take that to the head. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, I love yes. y'all readers. Sometimes, sometimes I'm too entitled. <laughs> too entitled. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like readers can be too entitled. But lucky for me, the group of readers that I have that mm-hmm. and that's been there, they like they don't play by Amanda P. And yeah, I love, I love them for it, and so yeah. and they know who they are. You know what I'm saying? And I know my audience, and like even though my group, I have a readers group, and even though it's not as popping, I know that the people in it they rock with me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I just feel like if you don't have that strong reader foundation, then once you do get big or you know on your journey to getting big you're not gonna know how to handle it because yeah. you know what i'm saying it's just you don't you didn't have that foundation so for my readers i think y'all from the bottom of my heart because if y'all didn't read i wouldn't write. you would write yeah that's what's up yeah readers are definitely important i um i've learned to make you know more connections with readers than other authors you know what mm-hmm. i mean like, because I see a lot of other authors befriending authors, you know what I mean, to try to further their career. And although, you know, that may work for a little bit, I always just say, man, I just want my core but readership, you know, you know, to... Readers peep that too, though. Mm. They'll peep you trying to get close with another, another person or another author just so you can get that get audience, that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it's some popular, some readers lot. out there where... Their opinion holds weight. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So if they putting your book out there, best believe, you know, you're going to get that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because those readers, I appreciate them too because they have such a influence on other readers. Yeah. That's one of the things I think that kind of helped me early on. Um, one of these, her uh, Yolanda, shout out to Yolanda. Like, we've developed a, a really close friendship um, since then. But... When I came into the industry, I didn't even know her. Like, she had just, I guess, read my book. I don't know how she heard about it, but um, she just started talking about it. And then from her talking about it, people, because she's one of them readers that, mm-hmm. like, they warned me about coming into. They, they specifically said, like, yeah, she's tough. She's kind of mean. Don't, you know, mm-hmm. you might want to stay away from her. But I was like, no, that's who I want to talk to. That's who I want I, I want a, a mean exactly. reader. Like, I want, because I don't want them to just be like, oh, yeah, this was amazing. Like, tell me, like. And, and that's, in, like, with test readers. Yeah. I've got three test readers that I've had since maybe book four. Mm-hmm. And they ain't going nowhere. And, like, two of them, they've become authors themselves. Mm-hmm. But they still my test readers, and I test read for them. But I really, like, if it wasn't for those three, I really don't know what I would be because they'll be like, I like this, but uh, what yeah, about this? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or uh, this not gonna work. And then not only that, they help you with like your timeline and stuff like that. Cause like, and be you may 
a character be three months pregnant in one chapter and then you turn around and she just found out she pregnant. Yeah. The test reader gonna... They gonna catch it. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, you just said she was three months pregnant. How she just not finding out she pregnant, you know? So, to me, if you find a good foundation of readers and find you a good test reader, then you'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it was. Like, I have now, like, when I send... If you're a test reader, like, I got a sheet that I send with you. Like, where, uh, like, I, I need you to answer these questions, like, just <laughs> no, so I can seriously. know, like, where did the story, okay, what part, if you could delete anything, what part you feel like was unnecessary, where did this slow down at, okay, what part did you feel like, yes. oh, you know what I'm saying, like, that's, because I want to know, like, and I don't want A lot of people say that they test readers, but they just want to read, read the book early, early. yeah, and, like, and then they'll, the only feedback they give you is, it was so good, I really liked it. That's not the type of feedback I was looking for. I need to yeah. get it go slow as <laughs> yeah, like, like where did it did get boring? Uh-huh. Did I mix up character names? Like it's just, no, that's why yeah. I'm so picky. I'm yeah. picky when it comes yeah, to my like, If you want to read from me, like you will have to like answer these questions. Yeah. Like I'm gonna send the sheet out, like just so you. I can know. That's just a good like idea. yeah, girl, I send it to you. I send it to you. I'll be because that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So how do you deal with negative reviews? Um, I'm not gonna lie. At first, like I remember my very first bad review. Like I took it to heart. Like I posted a screenshot on Facebook and everything. Like how dare she? And yeah. But then somebody else commented. It was like, cause I mean it wasn't a a really bad negative review. Like, mm-hmm. cause some reviews be like, you should stop writing. My ten year old write better than this. Yeah, and that's ridiculous. Exactly, and yeah. so that's another. I had to learn the difference between a negative review and constructive criticism. Right. Because even though it's two two stars or one star, are they giving something that you can take from it? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Versus saying this book is trash. Don't read it. I wasted my money. Yeah. You know stuff like that. And so I I don't think I've I've received maybe one or two reviews like that, but all the other like bad one or two star reviews I've given, if they were actually good, good yeah. you know, good criticism, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, if you definitely have to learn the difference between mm-hmm. negative and good criticism, and then you have to learn the difference between um how to respond to it. Yeah, because. And and you just got to see, take it what it's for. You know what I'm saying? You can't take it to heart. If somebody's genuinely helping you, you know what I'm saying, take those tools and apply it. Right. But and also, if you don't think it see fit, then just let it roll right off your shoulder. Because some reviews, I'd be like, come on now. Yeah. You one person out of all the other 15 <laughs> five-star reviews. Like, seriously, come on now. Yeah. So... It's just with negative reviews, you got to pick and choose, you know what I'm saying? And it's just something that you learn over time as an author how to deal with it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I had to learn it too. Like, well, I when I first started, I would actually read my negative reviews before I read my positive ones. Just so, yeah, just so I can see, like, okay, if this is something I can learn from, if this is something I can grow from. Most of my reviews is probably, like, about editing and stuff like that, which I, you know, I don't really mind. But I did yeah. have a person, girl, gave me a one-star review on a standalone book because I did not complete the third part to a completely different book. And Amazon will not delete that review. What the fuck? It clearly says, <laughs> I need to read this book because I don't think the authors will ever finish it. <laughs> but, 
kills me, Shaquilla. Like, Amazon would take all your amazing five-star reviews. Yes. But then they'll keep that, that one it. stupid review. Like, you didn't even read my like, book. I How dare it you? It says in the review that she didn't read it. Like, why wouldn't y'all delete this? Yeah, it's still on there. Like, and that was my only bad book. My bad, only bad star for that particular book. And then that brings your overall, overall star rating down. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's so annoying. And to me, I care more about reviews than I do the chart. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And then I always encourage readers, like, readers read, I mean, leave reviews. Like, um, at the back of my books now, I have this big old page. Like, wait, <laughs> before you go, please leave a review because they're important. A lot of people don't know that once you get to, like, 50 reviews, Amazon will start promoting your book. Like, they start sending it out in newsletters, and you'll get emails and stuff like that. Yeah, like, once you get to, like, 50. So, please review. Yeah, like, (laughs) reviews are very, very important. Like, once you get to... And I just also, I just like to see the feedback. Yeah, definitely. I love the feedback. And I just, I even love when a reader will hop in my inbox. You know what I'm saying? I love that. And I just, I feel like that's the difference between, you know... When we were readers back then, and now that we're artists, yeah, the actors. we would have to wait and hope and pray that an author would respond to an email. You yes, know, or to letters. Yes, I remember sending letters to the off. PO box. <laughs> yes. Okay, you have to hope and pray Fair that they real. respond. Real. And so I just, I love like to me that's a gift and a curse too. How more accessible artists yeah. are. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I love it, but then sometimes it's like, all right, y'all is going, y'all doing too much. Like I still yeah. got a life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I definitely agree. I've been having to tell people like, look, if you want professionalism, go like the Shaquille James page. Cause if you the author Shaquille James, because if you want him, <laughs> you gonna see some you're gonna, her thing. You're gonna get what I give you, right? <laughs> okay, and that's that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I guess we kind of answered this, like something that you know now that you wish you would have known when you first started, Yeah, probably like consistency. Be more consistent. Yeah. I swear, I cannot stress that enough. And I yeah. actually, I want to start like maybe like a mentorship type of thing mm-hmm. because I feel like I jumped head first into this industry mm-hmm. and had no guidance whatsoever. Yeah. And so if I can be that guidance to a new reader and help them elevate their career just a little bit more, then I feel like yeah. I've accomplished so much. Yeah. Because I just, I don't know, I I, I want to give back some kind of way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't want to be a publisher. I'm not good at making book covers. Like, I try my hand at editing. Y'all crazy, so I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I just really feel like me being a mentor, mentor you yeah. know, to somebody else or to That'll multiple other somebody else's, then, you know, That'd be good. Yeah, I think that'd be dope. Yeah, consistency um, is very, very important. And for authors that maybe can't write as fast and can't release as fast, um, you can still be consistent in promoting that one book that you already have. Find new ways to market it. Find new ways to get people interested. That's another thing I wish I would have known about. Yeah, like marketing yourself and promoting promoting, yourself. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that's kept me afloat. Like, you know, I'm not a big, big name in the industry, but I have a a solid following. I Mm -hmm. know that, you know, when I drop, I'll do... I'll do decent, but in the meantime, when I'm not writing books, I'm always kind of keeping my name out there. I'm always right. keeping my books Same out there. Way. I'm always finding new ways to promote my books. Anytime a new social topic come on, come up, I'm going to find a way. Do- I swear. <laughs> I'm going to find a way. What just happened recently? You threw that better back out there. I said, Shaquille, 
why are you even starting writing in the first place? Because, yeah. like, with me, like I said, it's because I couldn't find necessarily what I was looking for. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I wanted to, I can't find it, I'm going to write it. Right. So you just got to stay true to yourself. And I, something I've learned, you know, I wouldn't say I'm a vet, but, you know, I've been in it for, what, four years now. So I've learned that you can't, how can I put I just forgot my thought that quick. <laughs> I knew what I was saying. <laughs> just that quick, I forgot my thought. Hey, it's like I got a brain fart. <laughs> what was the question? Uh, the question was, you talking about staying true to yourself. Oh, right, right. Okay, yeah. stay true to yourself because, like, like with the whole title thing, mm-hmm. I had to switch that out. But probably had I gone with my first mind, I probably would have been had my number one. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, to me, yeah, stay true to yourself and be open to advice. Yeah. Yeah. Be the... open to advice. Don't let nobody change you, but be open to advice yeah. and criticism. Yeah. That's one of the things that I struggled with, like, with my first publisher, like, being open, and I guess because I went to it with my book I already wrote, so I was like, "You can't tell me nothing." Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, like nonsense. I was like, <laughs> "No, nah, catch me on the next book, cause this one." <laughs> it's done, real <laughs> baby. Faster than the little. But that was my thing, like being open to hear what other people uh-huh. say, cause I'm one of those people like, once your mind is set, yeah, it's like it's set. Yeah, what I wanted. <laughs> like this is kind of how I did it. Like I did it this way because of this, you know, because. Yeah. That's one thing about my books, though. Like, they all kind of tie together in some type of way. Like, how you said, like, I always want my title to be somewhere in the books. Like, I want you to understand why my title is this. I want you to understand how it... So, you can't change. You can't move. I can't move none of this around. <laughs> it's, a, it's a message to my madness, okay? It may be a lot going on up here, but it's a method to it, okay? And you can't disrupt that. <laughs> Sorry, that doesn't really work for me. <laughs> Maybe. How do you feel about um, trends in the industry? Like, do you feel like pressure to kind of follow them? At first, I did. I'm not going to lie. I mean, to me, it was because I had a publisher in my ear telling me, look at the charts. Yeah, look see what other people are writing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I feel really feel, that's why I cannot stress enough, stay true to yourself because that's when I started watching other people, pocket watching and all. Yeah. Like, and I, oh, I'm so glad you said that, though, because I honestly feel like that's why the industry is where it is, because publishers are telling people that. So it's like you come into it looking at it like a competition or, okay, well, why this person doing it? And I did the same thing, and it's not working for me. And it yes. creates just that doubt, envy, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, these are natural human and, emotions. And this is stuff people not going to talk about. Yeah, that's true. And that's not going to admit so to true. it. But I'm going to admit to it. I definitely was chart watching, pocket watching, why not me, what they doing that yeah. I'm not doing, how come this person, Not why not me, but I had to just... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, you have to let out. that go. You know what I'm saying? And once I left that publisher, I just, I just... You know, re re. I had to focus on my focus. You know yeah. what I'm saying, and that's when all the doubts, 
all of that, all it just washed away. You can't, you, I'm telling y'all gotta stay true to yourself. And I'm, it's okay to look at them charts and it's okay to gain inspiration. Mm hmm. Inspiration. (laughs) I'm gonna zoom in when you say that. (laughs) Inspiration. Not taking somebody's whole body of work and putting your name on it. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's okay to get inspired by somebody else and then twist it your own way. Right. And it's okay to do that. Just don't try, don't go into it with the the attitude, I'ma I'ma do it. You know what I'm saying? They did it, I'ma do it too. You know what I'm saying? And it's okay to have that mentality, but have it in a more positive way. Like yeah. They, if this person can do it, I can, I can do, do it, it too. too. You know yep. what I'm saying? It's yep. enough for everybody out here to eat. You definitely have to change your way of thinking um, when it comes to stuff like that. And I think what I always tell people is that's the one thing that's kept me afloat in the industry is kind of staying true to myself. Because in my mind, I came in blind. And if I hit number two on the charts, not following what everybody was doing. Not doing titles then that nobody else turn was around doing. And do, start doing it, yeah. Yeah, that's how I came into it. So I also kind of think I did great. You know what I'm saying? Like without, without the, do making no changes. Yeah, without change. So, so why should I? I? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's what made me feel like, nah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not that's not the formula that's that's gonna work for me. Okay. So as far as like character names and titles, are you okay with sharing them, or are you one of those authors that? Um. Yeah. I'm it depends. It. <laughs> it really it really depends because like me, like I said, I. I write from what I know. And mm-hmm. so I went to a, like an Afrocentric grammar school. So a lot of the kids I went to school with have very, very unique names. Mm-hmm. So I will use some of them. So if I see somebody else with it pop up, then yeah, I'm going to know you bit off me. Because yeah. how many Zenzelays do you know in True. the world? You know what True. I'm saying? How many days <laughs> do you know in the world? You know True. what I'm saying? So. I just, I'm not, like, if it, when it comes to it, I'm not going to get mad, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But in the back of my mind, I'm going to be thinking, yeah, you peep, and you, you know what I'm saying, you know what's popping. So, you know, I'm not the type that's going to, like, put you on blast or nothing like that, but just know that I peep that you peep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I, and with character visuals, you don't even own those pictures, girl, so. I just. Girl, it blows me. It and blows it me when like, I see people arguing over character visuals. Like, I've literally seen people, like, back and forth over character visuals. Like, y'all can't use You know what I'm saying? And then, like, don't don't use this picture. Duh, duh, duh. Did you even get permission to use this picture? Like, knock it off. Oh, God, I'm going to say it. Way too sweet. I got to Okay. <laughs> um, how do you feel about ghostwriting and ghostwriters? I want to be a ghostwriter. Mm-hmm. I really do because I and I also I want another pen name because I just feel like some people judge before you know they even get to get a full experience. So. Somebody might have told them something about Amanda P. Or I might have said something that you didn't like. But now you're going to judge my body of work. Yeah. Something that was temporary. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, and I also feel like there's the same thing with like rappers. Like, 
I feel like I got the image to be a rapper. Yeah. But I can't write a yeah. rap to for, for nothing to save my life. Yeah. So if somebody wrote me a rap, I can deliver can, it and make yeah. it my own. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't have nothing against ghostwriters or people that hire them or anything. Hey, get down how you live. Yeah. And it's and I just feel like that's the opportunity for, you know, somebody may be a dope writer but they don't like that spotlight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't wanna be in the limelight or the spotlight of being an author. So here, you be the face of this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. So, you would be a ghostwriter. I sure you would. would. Be a hey, yeah. you looking for somebody. <laughs> yeah, get in there. They get in. Something else to put on my resume. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially in this industry, like, you know. But a lot of people, you know, I've seen it happen a lot. Yeah, you know, me too. I'm, I was actually shocked at some of the books I've read. I've come to find out that we're going to go through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hey, it's nothing, no hard feelings, no nothing. Hats off to the ghostwriter and the author. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know how you live. Hmm. Period. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that was pretty much all the questions that I had. Um, we finally got through this. Yes! Like, we finally, <laughs> finally got through that. Um, but I'll do, like, a, a couple of questions, okay. like, um, about your characters. Um, just so, you know, we can get, like, you know, a little promo for your books. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, if one of your characters, if you could choose one of your characters, both male and female, like, if you could mold the best friend, which two of your characters would it be? Ooh. Like, if you could pick your best friend. It's so funny you say that because Jamal, he's the, like, the, the main male character in, um, always in my, always on my mind, forever in my heart. Mm-hmm. He, I based him off a guy that I actually knew in real life named mm-hmm. Jamal. Okay. <laughs> and we were like, he was like, at one point in time, he was like one of my best friends, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so he, that character has a little bit of his characteristics. And also another male, Hunter, he's from um, Already Someone's Girl. Mm-hmm. He was pretty dope. I like him. He's okay. Hunter, he's cool. And then girls, like I said, Carmelita, I yeah. put a little bit of... Me yeah, and her, yeah, and I feel like I would, I'm the best best friend anybody could have. Period. You know what I'm <laughs> no, you are. I really feel like no sidebar, but you do have amazing energy. Like you are an amazing person. Like I'm so glad that we met. I'm so glad that you like come around. You bring your family around. Yeah. You know, like I'm. Yeah. I, I really appreciate the bond that we have. Yeah. Um, Thank so you. yeah, but you just, <laughs> in this case, you make it you make it easy. You know what I'm saying? I just I Thank feel you. comfortable with. I just have word vomit. Yeah, it's like exactly, exactly. Yeah, and then let me see who else. Um, I think Zola. She's um she's from Pretty Girls Love Hoodlums and that Shottown Hood Love ain't no fairy tale. Whew, that was a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but Zola, she's like the the quiet girl that grew up and kind of found her mm-hmm. found herself, and so she's still finding herself. But she know who she is as a person, you know, as a person, as a woman, as a mom. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And that's the that's the type of person I would want in my corner. Yeah, so, Carmelita, Zola, Jamal, and Hunter. Okay. 
Okay, so if you had like um, an issue, you know, with some girls and you needed backup, like which one of your characters, or which, you know, a couple of your characters, which one would you um, Javiel, for sure. She's from the same book with Zola. That's her little cousin. And mm-hmm. baby, I wrote her. She, she's the she body body. Baby, she's the epitome <laughs> of an East Side chick from Chicago. Like, yeah. I seriously wrote her in and like, has you know, the girls I grew up around, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying, in my neighborhood, you know, because I, I went to a different school from where I lived, you know, mm. it wasn't the same neighborhood where I lived, so Javi, she's based off the girls that I grew up with in my neighborhood, Yeah, so, so you and you know how them neighborhood girls are, yeah, baby, you ride or die, okay, <laughs> okay. So I'm definitely calling Javi, um, who else? I know, like right? All, it's like all jumbled. Oh, I'm trying to remember every single one. Oh, and Apu. I love Apu. She she was like the the silent type, the silent but deadly. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like she, you know, she reserved. She gonna keep to herself. You know, she do what she's supposed to do, but baby, she'll turn she up when she has to. What book? That's um oh it's no longer available. Love, mm. Lust, and Secrets. We're gonna get it back up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not, it's not I just gotta up. find it because um, Kel said I could put it back up. Uh huh. I just have to find it. Oh. It's somewhere in my documents, somewhere. Yeah, in Google or Word, somewhere. <sighs> but if we'll I do put it. it back up, it'll. I'll probably change the title. Okay. Sure, I'll probably change the title. Okay. Oh, that's that's the hardest part. Like that was one of the reasons why with the podcast I had kind of stopped for a minute because. Um, I had a, you know, like I was doing the games, like with the authors, like, you know, which character or which group mm-hmm. or which type. What I mean, you don't. So many people had books taken down. I was just like, dang, like, I don't, you know and what I'm saying? Crazy like, because I only like, two of my books were affected. And then I know if I feel like this, it's people who whole inspired. writing career is just, <laughs> I'm hurting over my little two. Yeah. So the heartache over 40 books. Yeah, and I just I, I really hope that these authors get the platform that they need to spread light on this. Yeah, because this is not right. It's not right at it's all. It's not right. It's not right. And like my feelings still hurt for them. I because like, this this isn't it's not. It's dirty. Right. It's dirty, especially seeing like the way that he's you know just they're living life like yeah, just like doing certain people just. Like nothing is nothing wrong. And then going to see people, they royalties here and there. No. And then the crazy part is, like, some authors, like, y'all got to stop taking partial payments because he can say that you settled with him. You accepted a partial payment. Like, and then my, you can look at that as a settlement. so upset that I'm not even going to speak her name all on her life page talking about some. If I felt like somebody was doing me wrong, I would get a lawyer. Do do do. Girl, how? When that you got their money. money. When you got their money. Money that know, you're keeping from them. Like, right? Right? But, uh, <laughs> okay. If your car was broke down on the side of the road and you need somebody to come and handle it, like, ooh, I'm calling a day. Oh my God. He's from um, Already Someone's Girls, too. Mm-hmm. I think, is he my only dreadhead um, character? No. Um, Aji, Aji had locks too, but Aji, yeah, yeah, I went to school with Aji. Shout out, he. I just recently found out that he passed, so R.I.P. Shout out to him. But yeah, but yeah, but I'm definitely calling Mm Aji. Like he, I wrote him like 
he's a man's man. A man's man, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, that book is based on in Texas, you know what I'm okay. saying? And so that was, when I wrote that book, I was, you know, I, I, I can't even, what? I just, like, I was around a lot of, like, gentlemen, you know, a lot of genuine Southern men. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of wanted to shed light on that. So I, they, that's, like, that's my Southern gentleman man then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, he, you know, change a tire, go visit his grandma, you know, all of that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I day. <laughs> okay, if you were, like, heartbroken and sad, like, which character would you call to cheer you up? Mm. Okay, fun fact. This is just a sidebar. Fun mm-hmm. fact. Um, my very first book, I used the name Nasir, which is the name of my son. Mm-hmm. I used that, and him and the character that I based off myself, they were twins. So, Aww. Naomi and Nas. Oh, that's you know cute. Yeah, and so, like, in that book, he was kind of like the big brother that was always looking down. Yeah. And stuff like that. And so, um, I kind of wrote him on how the type of guy I want my son to be. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. And even now, not my Nas, my son, he always, Mommy, you okay? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or, Mommy, you need anything? Or, mm-hmm. if he has something, you want something, Mommy? So, that I would definitely call Nas. Okay. okay. So, the Nas in my book world and the Nas yes. in my real world, they the, the person I would call to cheer me up. Okay. And who was your most fun character to write about? Oh, um, Taken by the Plug, what was his name? That's a shame. Oh my God. I got a lot. A lot of characters, yeah. <laughs> That's how I'm trying to be on characters. What's his name in those? What's those characters' names? Taken by the Plug. It was Nola, Alex. Dang, what's the two? No, it's the supporting characters. What's the main character? <laughs> <laughs> This is bad. That's okay. <laughs> this is bad. I don't know my character, but him. It'll be my main character in Taken by the Plug. Okay. He was my. That's the to me. That was my first dip into like writing like a hood bait. Like I wanted him to be yeah, hood. Like you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. all my other characters, they were businessmen, had their own companies. You know, fathers and stuff like that. But I wanted to show, you know, I can write hood too, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, he was my first hood character, and I'm so mad I can't remember his name. It's like right on the tip <laughs> of my tongue, too. I'll uh, look it up and then put it on the, on the, on the video. Yeah, I had a screen. <laughs> I'll put it up. That's <laughs> okay. Like, it's, it happens. And it that's going to bother me until I. Until you get <laughs> was is there anything else you want to talk about anything oh. else you want to promote no just I'm in a place in my life right now where I just want to spread love and you do spread love I feel Thank the love you. every time you I come know. around and just I don't know <laughs> I'm the type of person I'll give you my shirt off my back if you need it yeah I'm just I'm, I want this year to be about me giving back yeah I'm just, I'm ready to give back. That's what's up. That's all I got to say. I'm ready to give back in all aspects in my life. You know, being a mom, being Mm -hmm. a sister, being an author, everything. I just want to 
gives back. I feel like the universe has given me so much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It didn't have to. So I'm grateful. And now I feel like it's my turn to give to back. To give back. Yeah. That's so amazing. That's so dope. Thanks. You want to give the people your socials, your um, social media? Yes. On Facebook, <laughs> you can find me. It's Manda Panda. On Twitter, it's um, Manda P. Oh, wait. No, look. That's <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> look, y'all. I just, my memory. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Instagram, it's the Arthur underscore Manda P. And then. Twitter is Twitter is Arthur underscore Amanda P. And just in case somebody else pop up, my name is I write books, ho. So they gonna be able to confuse with somebody. <laughs> I write books, ho. Period. <laughs> so yeah. So and then Facebook is Amanda Panda. So there you go. All right. Oh, and I'm on Snapchat too, but. I'm I'm one of those people I just watch. I don't really post. So. Yeah, I just like Snapchat to filter. It's like <laughs> yeah, I just like to filter. So yeah. it's no point to add me on Snapchat. There's nothing on there. <laughs> and I'll put that like in the description box and all that kind okay, of stuff perfect. too. Um, this was so much fun. Thank you. And I'm so honored. I get to be the first. The first live recording. Yes, this yes. Is so much Probably fun. the only, okay? Because I'll just be letting people all up in the shit. Period. Because people are crazy. Yes, but yes, I definitely wanted to make sure that we got the visuals and the audio. Uh, we've been trying to, you know, we don't. This we the recorded third time. <laughs> this is the third time, but we got it together. But we got it together. We got it together, and I feel like this was perfect. It was. I had um, a lot of fun. Me too, me too. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem. So y'all like the Pretty Book Podcast, like, share, all that good stuff. I'll probably do like a little voiceover and shit (laughs) with all the good stuff. But um, thank y'all. Love y'all. Y'all have a good one. (laughs) We did good. We did really good. (laughs) That was so much fun. It was.